Welcome to another episode of the Action Toon Boys, episode 5, Young Justice 9 through 13. Or wait, through 12. 12. Oof, getting uh, us out of board. Wow, way to go. Right off the bat. And uh, speaking, of, speaking of which, I am Ben Sturgeon, at least I can remember that. Yeah, I'll try to remember. My name is Matthew Lewis, and we are the Action Toon Bros. So, you already said that, but yeah. Hey, you gotta, double, you gotta make sure they remember the name of the podcast, <laughs> even if they're on episode 5. Alright, so... <laughs> Oh, speaking of which, epi- uh, speaking of which, um, you know, you've been on a little bit of hiatus right now, haven't you? Well, technically, the episodes haven't aired yet. At this point, spoilers. But we like when we do. I just got back from some surgery recovery for the last couple of weeks. Even though there won't be any gap in the actual putting out of the episodes, so that should be fine oh, for so them. That means you can actually cut this. Yeah, I know. Well, I'll leave it in. Who oh, cares? Okay. <laughs> Inside baseball, it's always fun for people to learn that kind of stuff. Eh, well, anyway, well, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm glad you've uh, recovered from that. Thanks, man. And speaking sure. of recovering from, what are our heroes up to today in episode 9, Bereft? Bereft. Well, we start uh, with a big old title card saying they're in Bialia, a famous made-up DC town, one that was utterly murdered by Black Adam in 52. I just, I can't stop uh, you and that. Yeah, I was going to say, you and that Black He's Adam. He's the best. I, I haven't seen him yet, but... Yeah, it's a fictional Middle Eastern country in D.C. that pops up occasionally. Mm-hmm. Uh, first image we see is Megan dead. <laughs> she's like, are you kidding me? Passed out in the desert, dead. It looks like she's dead. She's not dead. She's just broken because her English is very slurred. Yeah, she no, yeah, slurred. She's like wakes up <laughs> speaking exclusively in Martian. Martian. Very and confused. After a while, she's just like, oh, hello, Megan. I'm on Earth. We have the uh, hello, Megan, for the episode. Yes, there it is. The, English right at the was. beginning, hello Megan. Yep, and immediately we have our still not named Superboy jumping out and roid rage attacking people left and right. <laughs> well, attacking her, and then she just literally hops away. Yep. And that's when we realize that Megan doesn't know why or anything. Yep. And of course, Superboy doesn't even say anything. He's just literally in Hulk smash kind of mode. Yeah, and like she's like, is that Superman? Because he has the t-shirt and he's just like... Trigger word. And just goes crazy again. Let's see, after that we have the title card where we have the couple of clips from the episode to come. After that, we see Robin in the desert also with amnesia. And we discover that apparently it is September and they've lost their memories since March. Yeah, since March. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, and of course, for some reason, he he doesn't realize it, but he's like, why why are there Bialian troops in Bialia? <laughs> oh, wait. But of all the things to have, to have amnesia for, the only thing he remembers is, I'm calling Batman. Yeah. Flash to maintain radio silence okay i'm not going to <laughs> yeah uh, very convenient flashback uh but, and of and of course after we have that little uh, little bit of uh robin figuring things out we cut to an abandoned house where wally and artemis are yep we see kid flash very confused about what's going on artemis immediately is like what the hell's happening and like uh, he's like oh don't worry i'm kid flash and like your outfit's black so he's some kind of weird like evil universe version or something like, that was a funny gag right and of course of all the things that artemis think of it's oh this is a test for my dad yep. wait what are you talking about mysterious oh, he probably wants me to kill you yeah oh, very great. mysterious what what could that possibly mean why would her dad want her to kill Kid Flash, and then we have the first big army attack on them. <laughs> yep, just many, literally bombs and everything. Yep, many great about happened through the episode. 
Uh, we cut back to McGann, and she has some more flashes uh, before the mission. And right about now, she's pretty much caught up to speed. Well, not caught up to speed yet, well, but she's she, getting she's, caught up. she's got a good idea because she starts meditating, like, what's going on? Because, you know, only yeah. sensible character actually, like, thinks about what's going yeah, also on. Also, she's psychic. <laughs> so they don't know that yet. They know that. <laughs> I know. But, um, uh, yeah. But and, yeah, so, you know, she she finds out she's on a team, and she needs to find the team. And then we cut right back to uh, Wally and Artemis, who are still getting attacked, and also by a rabid Superboy, yep, who, decides to, who decides to not only attack them, but attack the tanks. Yeah, very cool. Uh, reminded me of the terrible, angry Hulk movie with the ripping up of the tank parts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then Megan comes in, and she fills everyone in on the team. Or not everyone, except for Superboy. Yeah, except for, Super, <laughs> except for Superboy, who got taken away. And as, as speaking of Super Superboy... Um, after Megan's talking to Wally and Artemis about that, Superboy's like, I'm angry! And then a mysterious hooded figure, all he says is, calm down. And Superboy instantly knocks out. Yep. And that mysterious figure, should we reveal who the villain is now or later? Because, yeah, also yeah. the voice actor for the villain is also really cool. Oh, it, Someone who I just like. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Stuff. Uh, yep, and we realized that about 16 humans were able to restrain Superboy. I was like, that's not a proper, even half Kryptonian should be able yeah, to restrain. Yeah, I was say, even a half Kryptonian, I mean, come on. Yeah. Even even if they are scientists. But the, now, even if they're scientists? <laughs> well, oh, look at that big ass spike in the volume. <laughs> why would we, why why the hell would scientists be able to hold him better than it? Because they've got equipment that they could, like, you know, yeah, restrain him. Yeah, equipment ropes. Yeah. <laughs> 16,000 um, ropes. But, you know, this begs the question. We've been talking about every single person. What about Aqualad? Oh, well, he's conveniently pretty much fucking knocked out the whole episode. <laughs> Very yep. cool, Aqualad. Good leadership. Jesus. Good well, job. I mean, it's not its not like he could do anything. He's literally in an arid oh, yeah. desert. It's, it's the worst place for him right mm-hmm. now. Literally. Oh, yeah. Uh, we've, after we cut to the knocked out Aqualad, we cut back to Robin finally hooking up with the team. Him and Wally know each other from before, the, before March, so they're perfectly fine with right. each other. Right. And, yeah, so... Everyone, so every, so um, Megan's like, hey, so um, let's fill in the gaps by having me go into your brains. Yep, and everyone's like, whoa. Well, every everyone's okay with it except for Artemis. Artemis for some reason, like, oh, she's very her. hesitant. Yeah, even though she's not hundred percent caught up, she actually probably assumes that they don't know who her father is still. And uh, we see Wally like pointing to his chest and accidentally turning his suit back to the normal yellow, and he keeps poking it. And then <laughs> we're touching yourself. Yeah, we're touching yourself. <laughs> and then everyone else keeps like, it's funny, the scene where like everyone starts poking their own chest to see if their outfits change. That was a very funny little gag. So, and so like we said earlier, um, they all link their minds up with Artemis saying, only the past six months, especially only the things that you needed. You know, mm-hmm. trying to make things spooky hidden. Yeah. And. We and we always uh, we also have our Robin word of the day yep, here, which is a repeat one because I guess it's technically like is it a repeat one? I think this was the first one. Well, hmm. yeah, oh yeah, it, 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 you you might be right. I think he said that early in the first episode. Yep, but the the Robin word of the day here is whelm, which is the opposite of underwhelm or yep. overwhelm. And as we cut to the uh, whole background of the mission, we see Batman telling them to go to Bialia to investigate what was it? An, an, an energy spike. Something, energy spike. Something had landed and gave, given off an alien like energy spike. Mm-hmm. They had to go and of course of course, cooperatively, uh, cooperatively mm-hmm. um, covertly. Yeah, <laughs> cooperatively I'm, ba- I'm, ba- I'm bad with cooperatively words today. too. I can English goodly. Um, <laughs> but they were supposed to find out what's going on. 
And we get a name drop. Yep. We'll, we'll, we'll focus on this one later, but... Queen Bial- Yep, Bialya is taken over by Queen, Queen B. B. A character who will come back later, but it's not the hooded figure. <laughs> what are you talking about? Of course it's the Obviously hooded figure. Obviously that's Queen B. Um, but... Because she is taking over Bialya, and Bialya is, you know, an actual, like, government, mm-hmm. they could get intercepted with when they use their radios. So that's why Batman was like, maintain radio, radio silence. silence. And then they finally remember, oh yeah, Aqualad. <laughs> so they finally go out to find where he was left at. But uh, in the middle of, like, finding him knocked down and realizing he needs to be saved, McGann just completely ditches the team to go after Superboy. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, Superboy, who is... Remember how I told you scientists can actually do things? Well, they finally decided to upgrade from ropes to actually chaining him up and giving him the shock treatment. And unfortunately, Richard O'Brien did not appear for this one. They knew you were going to bring up that new movie. Of course I was. Um, But, you know, as that's happening... We see a weird spinning orb thing inside of a chamber that's mm -hmm. reacting to Superboy vaguely. Very vaguely. And instantly cut back to Aqualad, Mm -hmm. who just like Magan at the beginning, is broken because he, his English is very slurred. Yep, he thinks he's still in uh, Atlantis. And uh, this is around the same time we figure out the villain. It is Simon. Or si- si- it's Simon. Is Simon, but it. it's spelled Simon. Yeah, yeah. And the voice actor is Alan Tudyk. Refresh my memory on who that is. Let's see, you've seen uh, Firefly? Yes. Bonded, and also a voice of King Candy and the voice of a dozen oh, Disney villains goodness. and Disney characters. That's right, because that's the same guy who was the chicken in Moana, yep, right? Yeah, chicken in Moana, too. Which I think is still weird that, that was a, the voice of a chicken was a person. Well, Alan um, he's, he's a great voice actor oh, and a great actor, but uh, one of our next shows, Star vs. the Forces of Evil, he is also the main villain in that. Spoilers on that one. Well, he voices the villain. Well, no, 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 no. Spoilers on what we're doing uh, well, next. Maybe we'll do it eventually. We have some other shows to catch up um, to. But, and, and, but one of the most important things to learn about Simon... Is yes, he does say Simon. Says. I'm gonna keep calling him Simon. Yeah, you can call what him was Simon. Shimon? What, what anime was it? The Simon uh, from uh, Gurren Lagan. Yeah, Shimon or whatever. Shimon. Saying. <laughs> so but, I wrote down Simon like a, like a Digimon. So what? Oh, calling him that. But when when it's revealed, when uh, McGann's like, oh no, they're shocking, they're shocking Superboy, the guy I may or may not like. Simon's like, oh yeah. Simon says, forget. And then there is an. Epic mind thrust maneuvers and internal mind battle activate go. Yep, a cool psychic battle where there people are just standing there staring at each other. It's always that's always I fun always, to see. I, 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 I always <laughs> thought that was hilarious. It's like oh, battle of the minds. I it, it, I don't like bringing it up, but the last movie of Twilight when everything just happened in their oh, minds. Yeah. I think I, I figured that's exactly what happened. There's like inside their minds. Epic fighting right outside, just comatose, just yeah, just like staring at each other meaningfully. <laughs> it's, it, it, it's even funny because some of the scientists are like over at Simon going, Hello, yeah, like, what the? and then a giant psychic tornado erupts and no one can get near them. But uh, uh, eventually, the orb gets free and the th- the orb thing frees Connor or not Connor yet, still just vague aqua uh, superboy. Yeah, but and, and apparently, with the power of a punch from Superboy, yep. he tries to punch Simon. So hard that not only does it not work, but he enters the psychic battle. Yeah, and uh, during is it the, I think it's during this scene we get our first scene of the actual Hello Megan TV show. We do because um, Simon's like, "Oh, you're gonna use him to help you." She's like, and she's all like, "No, I'm gonna save his mind." Flashes everything to make Superboy remember who he is, yep. and we get like this weird 
cheerleader that looks like Megan yeah, saying hello, Megan. Yeah, well, what's that about? Yeah, who knows? It's so good. Um, Aqualad finally wakes up last minute, not being helpful. The orb thing, oh, they defeat Simon. And then they have a weird almost kiss between Megan and Connor. Uh, yeah, and then Orby like decides yeah. to be like, no, and they're like, oh, what the heck? Uh, yeah, and of course, the most one of the more important things in the episode, Kid Flash is like, darn it, I didn't get a souvenir. Yeah, uh, don't worry, Orb thing is going to be the souvenir, yay! And then we cut back to one uh, once again, the light just sitting around saying like, ah, it doesn't matter, we won anyway. Boom tubes work. Yeah, boom, boom tubes. Boom, boom tubes are a thing. Bum bum bum. If and you know DC, you know exactly what that means, but still, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not no spoilers oh, yeah. for people who don't, I guess. And, uh, uh, that is uh, the end of episode nine. Yep, that is the end Borat. of that episode. Very good episode. Uh, I love Simon. He's very peculiar. He I think he comes back a couple more times, too. I bet, oh, probably. I think he is a recurring character, but I, th- this was the first time I've ever even heard of Honestly, I am a huge DC person. Exact same thing. I've never heard of this guy before. Okay, but but <laughs> never but heard of I like I like that we've never heard of him before. No, but he was just good enough to actually be important. Oh yeah, he was a very cool villain for oh, this. Oh yeah, I really appreciated I mean, it. It's it's always neat to have like the weird psychic. Oh yeah, yeah, someone who's able to take out the entire team before the episode starts. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> very impressive. Ah, uh, but speaking of impressive... Oh boy. <laughs> episode ten targets. Yep, episode ten. We begin in. Taipei, Taiwan, yeah. and we see Cat Grant, a very prominent DC character. Mm-hmm. Yep, she makes an appearance always as the newscaster. Well, that, she's yeah, normally now a newscaster. Originally, she was another co-worker with Clark and Lois in the Daily Planet. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah, and she's like that. Like, she's a major character in the first couple seasons of uh, the Supergirl TV show because she has her own newspaper. And that's oh, she, she actually did make an appearance in. She's Supergirl? The, she's like she's, she's uh, Kara's boss in the TV show because she hmm. she talks about how she was with Clark and Lois. She but from that has her own paper, and that's where Supergirl joins to work there. Wow, that's actually very interesting. Yeah. I, I I didn't know like there was that much deep. Oh yeah, but yeah, it's like yeah, Cat Grant is great, and she is TV reporting on Malaysia, <laughs> not Korea at all. Oh, <laughs> uh, you, you kidding me? The first no. thing I thought it was Malaysia. <laughs> really, Malaysia, North Malaysia, Malaysia. And South Malaysia, with their Kim Jong Un looking <laughs> leader and the other. Well, look, look, it, it, it's just Asia in general because yes, it's North and South <laughs> Korea, and yes, it's 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 Malaysia, not Malaysia. But it's obviously Korea. <laughs> I know, we know. But anyway, yeah. um, uh, we NBC. see the yeah the absolutely not Korea Malaysia uh, has their North and South hemispheres <laughs> yeah. are fighting. Yeah. And, and just so you know, when you look at the actual characters, they really do look like the yeah, leaders. It's, it's as well. very, it's very obvious. Um, but with that happening, with all this peace talk stuff happening, we get to see an actually not suited up, oh, but yeah. in an actual nice tux Roy contacting mm-hmm. Aqualad. He's like, hey, um, I need to know some stuff about Cheshire. Yeah. And that's when we find out that Cheshire is 1.67 meters. I was going to say, she, oh, we look to see her height and they don't mention her razor profile. Yeah, the, 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 all they do is... All he asks is, hey, how tall is she? <laughs> yeah, 1.67 meters. Um, 5.6. Yeah, five I was about to say. Yeah, I was like, what the See, like, they, they yeah. do both systems. That's hilarious. But I'm saying, yeah, like, the only profile I'm looking for is just a woman of that height. <laughs> so that's that real nice thing. But show. more importantly, uh, aside from Cheshire information, mm-hmm. the cat uh, uh, decides to bring up that there's a sec- there's this mysterious arbitrary supposed to be yep, coming the in. The negotiator it. for yeah. the peace talks. Who could it possibly be? And before we even find out, that's when Cheshire attacks. Yep. But with all this giant rocket launcher stopping mm-hmm. and all that stuff, 
Roy obviously stops her. Yeah. She gets apprehended. Well-timed arrow stops Cheshire. And And then we find out that the the secret arbitrary that's supposed to be helping this peace talks is Lex Luthor. Luthor. I always love a good Lex appearance. (laughs) You know, before, before this series... I never really thought much about Lex. Really? But uh, after I wa- after I watched some of this, I actually watched Superman the animated series. Hell yeah. And I've gotten a little bit more respect for Lex. Oh, Lex is uh, yeah, Clancy Brown voicing Lex and that is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Did I write down? Oh, I, I oh no, I didn't recognize Lex's, uh, Lex's voice actor in this, but like I, yeah, he, I, yeah, I didn't I didn't either, but he did an yeah. excellent job. Oh. Yeah, oh, like speaking of um Speaking of Super earlier, like spoiler, spoiler, spoiler for the very, very most recent season at this point of recording, mm-hmm. that he just showed up last minute and like just wrecked shit and being awesome in that show. And it's just like, of course, Lex is always great when he shows up. And yeah, it's, oh it's, yeah, it's really fantastic. Um, after we find out about Lex, that's when we get the title credit intro. We and then after that, then after that, what happens next? We cut to Lex talking to Roy in the back room while he's just adjusting himself, getting dusting off his shoulders, saying, "Hey, man, I appreciate it. Uh, why don't you come?" This is what he says, "Like, why don't you come work for me?" And he's just like, "No." Um, he's like, oh, you'll do sort of. They, they they make a few uh, sharp gestures at each yeah. other, you know, and then it, but then Lex is like, "Hey, this actually begs the question." Yeah. Who are who the shadows working? Her? Who's behind all this? And what are they after? Did they immediately think it's the League of Shadows? Yes, because yeah. Cheshire is always oh, yeah with the League. With, yeah. yeah. So. But Lex is like, hey, so, uh, wanna, wanna work for me? I'll yeah. pay you. And Roy's like, like, F you. <laughs> after he's like, I don't want your money. He's like, he's like good, you'll don't, do it don't for free. Awesome. Always the businessman. Lex, always <laughs> the businessman. It was fantastic. Uh, the League of Shadows. Roy says, I'm gonna stick around to stop the League of Shadows. Then we got back to Superboy hanging out with the orb and, uh, tuning up his motorcycle. Which I didn't even know he had before. Is that the first time we see the motorcycle? No. No, this is this is when uh, McGann and uh, and um, Superboy are going to school. Yeah, they're getting ready for school. But I'm saying he's hanging. Um, out. No, he's he's not by his motorcycle this time. I thought he was just hanging out with the orb. Yeah, it was just the orb oh, because okay, okay. no, no, no. You're right. In this yeah, one, he was working on the motorcycle, and then the orb is like, pay attention to me. Yeah, and then that's when we see Red Tornado, Jean. Yep. And uh, Jean and Megan walk in, and they're like, hey, um, ready for school, Superboy? Yeah, and, and he's just like, huh? <laughs> and this is the episode where the Connor episode. becomes Connor. Yeah, he like, finally gets his name. Yeah, Connor, he finally gets yeah, his yeah, name. Connell. He's like, oh, what, what should I do? I need a name? And Jean's like, hey, I'm Jean. Maybe you could be Jean. <laughs> no, it didn't. You know, no, it was uh, Twister was like, I'm John Smith. And then John Jones was like, I'm John Jones. Maybe you could be a John. Maybe like, you no. could be John. Yeah, it's just a no. <laughs> and then, of course, Megan being Megan is just like, what about Connor? And yeah, he's just why, like, where did okay. she got that name from? Who knows? Mm. But the funniest thing is, yeah. Aqualad's like, yeah, we should do a last name. Yep. Hey, uh, so Jean's like, what about Kent? <laughs> McGann instantly, oh, like Kent, Kent Nelson. Nelson. Yeah, and they're just like, yeah, like, okay. sure, we'll go with that. I guess, yeah, they still don't trust him with, his, uh, with uh, Superman's actual identity. That's hilarious. He doesn't know what his name's <laughs> Kent. <laughs> uh, but now after that all happens and after her, McGann and... Oh, he also forgot the bit about the t- t-shirt. Oh, he's yeah. He's wearing the Superboy t-shirt. She says, don't worry, that people will know you're Superboy. And so he just turns it turns inside, inside out. out. She's like, Ooh, she just uh, almost faints. Yeah, literally, like she swooned so hard. Yep, and finally we cut back to the Cheshire. Pri- yep, in, in prison. Of, yep, in prison. This is when she's talking to Roy. Yep, and okay. Roy's just like asking her questions. She's being as coy as ever. Yep. They have a 
cute moment. Yeah, nice little meat cute for the room. It, hey, at least it ends in something explosive, right? Ugh. Lame. <laughs> <laughs> um, and by that we mean after Cheshire's being all coy and stuff, yep. she escapes thanks to Sportsmaster. Sportsmaster. I even, love Sportsmaster. Even she is upset Yeah, just like, this. oh god, it's Sportsmaster. <laughs> Why could she possibly be upset? Who knows? Uh, but... Um, but I do have to agree. Sportsmaster is really cool in this. I, dude, like, <laughs> when I first watched this years ago, I was like, who the hell? I think I, I vaguely remember. I think uh, there was an episode of Justice League Unlimited where Sportsmaster was a thing. I don't think he was ever in No, it was, a, it was the um, alternate universe episode where they went to a weird, like, with, like, Tommy Turbine and a bunch of, like, weird... Like, I'll have to rewatch weird that characters, then. and I think one of them, their villain, one of them was Sportsmaster, or I'm thinking of uh, Brave and the Bold. He also appeared. And I think was a very that, goofy... that's the one you did mention when we first talked. Yeah, about Brave and the Bold was yeah. Brave and the Bold, but he was I'll have very, to rewatch that, that episode of Unlimited. I think, but I believe he's in that. But yeah, he's a very, very goofy character in Brave and the Bold. Oh, yeah. and like when he first showed up in Young Justice in the first episode, I was like, "What? The, this is so stupid." Mm-hmm. He is. I'll quickly become one of my favorite characters in this show. Same here. I'm like, who is this guy? Sportsmaster? He has sports equipment? It's the stupidest name in the world. It's a stupid name. And, like, his other outfits and older things are so stupid. He looks so weird and almost generic. But then, like, yeah, and then he became became amazing. (laughs) He's great. So Roy tries to, you know, follow them in their helicopter. Mm -hmm. Many failed attempts. So he just puts a tracking beacon on them and follows that. Yep. And Which is then when we find out the, the true league. reveal. Who could be the League of Shadows leader? Could it be the person who's always in charge? Ra's al Ghul? I was going to tell you. How do you pronounce it? Uh, see, I say Ra's al Ghul, mm. but I know in some forms it's Ra's al Ghul. In like, the uh, Batman Begins movie, it's yeah. Ra's al Ghul. In like, most things, it's Ra's al Ghul. Yeah, it, Ra's <laughs> like, al Ghul. Yeah, it's a weird, like, it's supposed to be pronounced Ra's al Ghul, so I just do that just to be a big, weird like What, Ra's al Ghul? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, see, it was the opposite for me. In very few formats, it was Raz al Ghul. In a whole lot of other uh, yeah, medias, it was Raish al Ghul. So I always, that's why I call him Raish al Ghul. I always say Raish because it's weird sounding. Which, by the way, for yeah. those of you who are interested, um, Oded Fair yep. is the voice actor. Yeah, who, yeah. I, I didn't see many interesting things that he was in, except for Dude. Dr. Fate in, uh, in Justice League and Justice League Unlimited. Dude, you didn't, you never seen The Mummy, The Mummy series. He's the main, like, uh, good guy trying to help them who knows everything about the mummy. See, well, also, the, 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 web, also, the website uh, that Also, Deuce Bigelow, I... Mel Gigolo, he's the gigolo that he fills in for. See, uh, well, the, the website that I used to find mm. the voice actors didn't actually mention this. I think they just did, like, really animated video game stuff. Oh, no, he's like, yeah, he's a huge, huge actor. you never seen the mummy? Like, the Brendan Fraser? Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, the, which, he's which the guy. He's the horse riding guy with the beard and the long hair. That's what did fair. Okay. And, like, you never seen, you never seen Deuce Bigelow? Um, it's been a, an agent. He's the gigolo that like tries to kill him because he takes over when the guy leaves town. Oh, the guy with the fish tank. Yeah, that's yeah, so good okay. fair. <laughs> anyway, well, I mean, like I said, the website was not as. Uh, oh yeah, but I was very happy. Oh, fair is great. Oh yeah, he is fantastic. Yep. And of course, as he's talking to Cheshire and Sportsmaster, Roy gets there and he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna watch." Ray Shagul instantly yeah, is like, like get, get that him. guy over there. <laughs> get him. <laughs> he's the best. But uh, I'll, but like um, I was gonna say like we found out the reason for their, that they're supposedly doing this is because it'll be good for business if the if an assassination will make the League of Shadows keep looking good. Yep, exactly. Um, uh, and also and, we missed uh, we get a bit good uh, a nice little terrible dad pun from Sportsmaster about oh, broken red, arrow, red arrow, more like <laughs> broken, broken arrow. arrow. And then just actually like, ugh, he's so lame. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I was going to say, this is going to be a new segment that I just wanted to do cause, just because he's around, the Sportsmaster Sportscast. Let's see what sports he does. 
Fire away. If I did any actually editing for this podcast, I'd put some like nice little like sports show announcing. <laughs> All right, for this, we see Sportsmaster partake in the following sports. Pole vaulting, discus throw, javelin toss, some light judo with the flips, mm-hmm. and also fencing, as well as, I think, shot put with that weird mace ball, the weird swinging mace ball. Yeah, not not all at the same I'm time. Sure in, that in, was, in the, oh no, these these are, these are going to be later in the episode as well. Right, but yeah, I, with at that spike point, ball, yeah, I think that would have been. I shot think put. that might be shot put, but or yeah, hammer see, throw. Yep, I was happy. Pole vaulting, discus, javelin toss, light judo, fencing, and so possibly shot put. Sportsmaster is. The Man, best. you're making me up my game now. I, he's just now, so, I'm, now I'm going to have to notice this every time he's in. <laughs> he's just so stupid. I love uh, it. He's cool. Oh, and um, as this whole fight is happening. Mm-hmm. We do cut back to uh, Connor and McGann. Yep. Connor is upset because, well, other people yep. are wearing Superman Everyone's shirts. wearing yeah. t-shirts with logos of various superheroes on them, and he's real pissed about it. And, of course, they try to get along. Mm-hmm. McGann, ooh, she is flawless at this. Yeah. And Connor is not. Oh, just, he's just very, very not. upset about it. I was going to say, there is a number of cameos in this scene alone. Every time there's a high school scene of people out of costume, there's a, a ton of cameos of people. Uh, oh, yeah? Let's see the weirdo who bumps into Superboy, the weird little guy with the like skateboard stuff, mm-hmm. Marvin, as well as that girl with the black hair, Wendy, are two rando humans that hung out in the Super Friends cartoon, the bad Super Friends one from the oh, like from the seventies or eighties, whatever that was, yeah, with like the yeah, with like the Aquaman riding on the dolphin skiing stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, two char- two human characters that just hung around in that show just to be like weird kids. See, I history. never, I never would have been able. to I wouldn't either. I literally had to look it up. Yeah, Wendy and Marvin are those two randos. Uh-huh. Uh, Mal, the huge dude who's like picking a fight with him, is the second guardian. Oh, is he? Well, which is going each uh, spoiler alert for the show, but like, <laughs> then don't. Eh, leave it. We'll, in we'll, we'll cover it. We'll leave it in. But also, um, that's also inspiration once again. The third time in the podcast so far, I'm bringing up Supergirl. In uh, that it's um, vaguely referenced with Jimmy Olsen taking up the second mantle of uh, Guardian. If you follow that show, oh, yeah, yeah. and his girlfriend it will eventually be Bumblebee. Boom. Yeah. Lots of cameos. Tons and tons. Oh, that's not the last of them. Uh, oh, I bet not. <laughs> we're only on episode, what was it, 10, was it? Yeah. Yeah, um, we're only on episode 10. There's... I was going to say their teacher who later enters is Snapper Carr, who is a... I've never heard of that one before. He was in Justice League Unlimited. He was a random Snapper reporter. Carr? He was a random reporter. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I know who you're Worked talking by James, about. James Marsden, I think it was in yeah, that show. Yeah, yeah, okay, I know yeah, who you're talking about Yeah, a random minor reporter. Now. That's who the teacher is, Snapper Carr. That's amazing. Weird reference, but like, yeah, and also in the uh, spoilers for future episodes, there's going to be another school scene, there's going to be more cameos. But <laughs> Oh, yes, that, that that's not a big spoiler. There's going to be a lot. We're, uh, we're yeah. still early in, so. Oh, yeah. But besides all that, we get to see them vaguely trying to fit in the Have, school. But trying to fit awkward. in. But then we go back to the action, yep, the where Roy man. actually like escapes, yep. and then decides to call for backup oh, from right. someone. We don't we see who it is. No, we don't it's... even hear who it is. He just says, "I may be in over my head." Ah, uh, okay. Well, we'll but it's, let, let's be honest; it's heavily hinted at. Yep. Uh, we also cut back. That's when we see the teacher and them in class, and Megan tells Superboy about how white Martians are persecuted. Now. Fourth time bring up Supergirl because <laughs> John Jones is a major character in that show, mm-hmm. and you find out the history between the White Martians and the Green Martians. Yeah, the whole Civil War thing. Going yeah, on. like in that, I don't, I'm pretty sure it's what I remember most of the story being in most series 
is that the white Martians are like huge, monstrous, and very evil <laughs> in most things, and they're like, and like the green Martians are yeah, like, like normal and more, good. Okay, yeah, yeah they're, they're like, like not. Yeah, and raging. then like most depictions, it is like that's the case, and like if you're ever saying that the white Martians are like being persecuted, like we're just like, whoa, that's that's not that's weird. Why would you be saying that? Because in every other media, the white Martians are horrible monsters. Yeah, that's peculiar. Why would why would McGann be saying that? Huh. <laughs> well, she's always the kind-hearted. Yeah, one, she's so. very very nice, I guess. And and of course, you know. It, it does also bring up the question, like, you know, Con- Connor doesn't understand why war, like, why war? Yeah, why do, why do, why do humans war? Yeah. They're all humans, why do they fight? It's like, well, people are, you know, fighting yeah, all the time. Not everyone agrees. Yeah, you're, you'll learn one day, Aqualad. Aqualad, who's actually Superboy. Yeah, Aqualad, who's Superboy. No, Superboy, you'll learn one day, Connor. But then... We actually go back to the peace talks. Oh yeah, and we find out and who the protection, who the extra backup is. Yep, the extra backup actually is Aqualad, Aqualad here to help. And because Cheshire once again yep. tries to crash the party. Yep, and this time with Sportsmaster, where he does some of those sports I listed yep. earlier. You just every time we say Sportsmaster, just get, <laughs> we need we need to have them make a bingo card. Yeah, I know. Sportsmaster bingo. <laughs> <laughs> what weird thing is he going to do this time? Um, but yeah, um, and you know, there's a bit of a fight, and again, we they have a lot of different cuts in this episode oh, because yeah. we cut once again back yeah, to back Connor to the, and back Megan. Back to the high school plot, the B plot of the high school. Yep, where and, we see McGann doing cheerleader practice. And then she gets water dumped on her. But, like, Connor thinks she's being uh, somehow, like, harassed or something. So he jumps off the thing ready to fight. And then they're just like, oh, it's a prank. It's great. And then he trips and falls. Yeah, looking like a big doof. Every single girl that's not McGann is like, dude, he's hot. He's hot. Finally, they point out, wow, he's hot. (laughs) But he's just a freak. Yeah, he is a weird O. And, of course, we get another cute moment with them. You're just like, oh, you're carrying my books. What, you want them wet? Yeah, I know. Walks away. And she's just like, oh. Oh, he's such a good boyfriend just like in uh, some kind of tv show or something now let's see if we can bring this focus back to the main plot yeah is this the main plot i said that was the main plot no the main plot is what oh, of course yeah what what is what is lex luther in the the not korea negotiations of yeah course. of course because you know treasure sportsmaster everyone's like yeah we're having a wonderful time fighting until they die into a, in a typhoon actually they don't even die it's just aqualad's like hey look at all this water giant serpent yeah. and sportsmaster's like Mm, we're out. Yeah, oh, not before though. While fencing with Aqualad, he does mention that they have an inside person. Ah, very important. Yes. Yeah. Well, they also mention that like uh, Cheshire almost like blows up the entire building with with well, right because it's Cheshire. Her. Yeah, but Aqualad manages to stop her last minute. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that is a very good point. Sportsmaster's like, oh, you know how I knew you were in Bialia and all these other things. I have an inside source. But. They leave, and Lex apparently succeeded in bringing peace by having his secretary, Mercy, Mercy Graves. Shoot, uh, shoot a gun that was her arm. Yeah, a weird robot arm. She's a cyborg, I guess. Yeah, I, I was going to say, you know, for, for those of you who actually do know like DC and stuff like that. Oh, Mercy's normally just a person. Is she? Oh, yeah. I thought she was always a... No, she's not a, normally a weird robot. She's just a normal person who just... Then like, I retired what I was going to say. Never mind. I was going to say, yeah. Um... But yeah, so anyway, it's just like, oh yeah, Aqualad's like, okay, Roy, let me level with you. You could have called anyone, but you called me. Why is that? And Roy's like, look, I may say some bad things, but I got mad respect for you guys. So if you need me, I'll actually help you. 
Yep, that's good. And as that's closing out, now he says, "Don't worry, I won't tell any. I won't tell the team." But yeah, just... yeah, I won't tell the team. I don't want to spread the seeds of like distrust, distrust in anything. So I'll keep it on the DL. Mm-hmm. And then that's when we see also Lex talking to a mysterious figure, not mysterious actually, for long. <laughs> yeah, who actually is revealed to be Rachel Cool. They were actually working together. And then we get the weirdest line ever. I think it's from Lex. Uh, I think Ray shows the light, yeah, line about the light. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it, it is Ray Shaw Gould. Yeah, yeah. I Where it's so. like, oh, the light is blah, blah, blah. Which, oh what? no. What? They, and then the episode ends. These two giant villains of Batman and Superman are part of that weird organization we've been following. Right. Oh, Crazy. Man. It's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Say uh, uh, but yeah, great oh episode. Uh, another it, it really was. good one. Uh, well, which plot did you were you more invested in in that? <laughs> what in that episode? Yeah, or? between the between the uh, assassination with the villains oh, or the on. high school I mean, one. Dude, <laughs> dude, the moment I knew that Cheshire was in it, I knew the League of Shadows was in it. And of I'm course, always in for the League of Shadows. Yeah, so yeah. of course, I'm gonna be like, uh, high school drama. That's nice and all, yeah, but yeah. dude, and when they showed uh, Rachel Ghoul, yeah. I'm like. Finally, let's get this going. <laughs> Finally, what, some big, what about big you? Let me guess. You were like, "Oh, I like Connor and I like Meg." I don't. I'm, gonna... I'm whatever about Connor. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna. I'm gonna switch up what I call him every time. I'm. Gonna, I, know, <laughs> I, know I am about. whatever about Connor. Um, whatever about Megan at this point in the story. But like, I just like cameos. I like dumb esoteric characters just so That's I can true. be like flex my DC were... knowledge, pointing them out. <laughs> yeah, you always were one to be like, hey, I know this person and this person and this person. As I'm sitting here, like question marks all over my head. Oh like, yeah, 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 yeah. I just like love to see the random little uh, cameo people. Oh yeah, so weird. <laughs> but speaking of uh, characters, a lot of characters. Oh, and cameos, yeah, and cameos. <laughs> we actually go into episode eleven, terrors. Yep, a very very weird episode of the show. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and let me be honest with you, we're, we're gonna delve into this obviously. Oh yeah, but terrors. That's the title they chose? Yeah, and also the two, uh, well, let's say, well, I was going to say the opening thing opens with the Terror Twins attacking Superman. Oh, are and they called the Terror Twins? John I thought Jones. they were the Power Twins. No, Terror Twins. Oh, they are the Terror Twins, no, okay. Yeah. The, yeah, which, you think of the power? You think of the, what, the Wonder Twins or something? No, no, no. I, for some reason, I thought they were called the Power Twins. For no, some no, reason. no. They keep saying but, Terror yeah, Twins. But, but the, the, the thing is, what's so terrible about them? They're just mini Supermen. I don't even don't know. don't do anything but uh, Super legit, I think they're original to Young Justice. I do, I've never heard of them. Oh, yeah, I tried okay. looking up some stuff about them. I didn't yeah, see but, anything. Uh, still, it's just like, oh, the Terror Twins. Yeah, they're terrible. Weird. But they're just super strong. Yeah, That's two, two grando super strong people who I don't recognize from anything else. But uh, what like, we do get, however, as the Terror Twins are being fought by the League and some of the Young Justice League, mm-hmm. um, they get caught. And, they get thrown into a weird warehouse building. Yeah, and then they're like, the <laughs> wait, what's going on? What's all this? Because they see... Megan and the brother? Yeah, oh, you know, like to get the power dampening colors put on them mm-hmm. first. And like, what the heck? Who did that? Was it, uh, who, who put them on them? Was it, uh, it, was, it was Batman. Was it Batman and oh, no, uh, Yeah, it was Superman also. No, Superman, oh, Superman and Sean Jones were flying. That's Aqualad right, yeah. Batman. Aqualad was the one that actually put yeah, the ones put the on the actual on them, yep. And then, of course, um, you know, McGann and what looks like the other, uh, the, the brother of the terror. I was going to say, I don't think I wrote down the guy's name. I know Tuppence. I wrote her name down. But, <laughs> but her name's Tuppence? Yeah, Tuppence and the, uh, 
the guy, I think his name's Terry or something vaguely normal sounding. You know, like, like you know, we'll just call him Terry. Well, just because I don't want to call him anything. I'll say the boy, the boy twin, the and brother. Tuppence. We'll, we'll call her the brother. Yeah. And Tuppence. I'll say the only reason I wrote her name down is because I'm very down for her weird vanilla ice style. Oh my goodness, <laughs> right? I, I'm, I'm cool with that. Her weird ass fucking '90s uh, blonde hair, really weird side cut. It was bizarre, and I was like, I'm done with this. It's cool. Right. <laughs> well, as the Terror Twins get uh, get captured and collared, and of course you see. Uh, Connor and McGann, because let's be honest, it's just Connor with blonde hair. Yeah, pretty much looks so different. And yeah, then, so different. And then we see McGann transform into the, sis, the sister, and we realize that they're going to be going undercover as them. He said, you're yep. under arrest? And yeah, it, it's on. like, what's going on? Batman's like, it's simple. They're you're under arrest. arrest. <laughs> like, oh, man. Title card uh, yep. comes, title card goes, goes, and we see... As as McGann and Connor are sitting in the back, going to Belrev, which is a very important place. Yep, uh, Gotham Prison. That is not the asylum. They very much make sure they, they uh, oh, distinguish yeah. between the two. This is a very common reoccurring place that's not as well known as Arthur Arkham Asylum. Most things just go but straight it is, to Arkham, but it is just as important. Oh yeah, it, absolutely. It is iconic, but every time people think Gotham, it's always yeah, the it's asylum, like Gotham not villains, the Red. Everyone goes to the asylum, just because, yeah, I guess Batman technically deals with crazy people more than just uh, assholes. Yeah, just, just people. <laughs> um, but as th- that's happening, Batman, uh, they get a flashback to the mission, where yep. Batman points out, are you ready for this? Yeah. On July 4th, four ice villains made a simultaneous attack. Does that sound familiar to you, viewers? I hope so. <laughs> because that was the first, first episode, episode. The opening scene of the we, first episode. I don't know if we actually mentioned it, but yeah, this is oh, where I, it comes yeah. full circle. I, I was remembering I, during the episode, I was just like, why the hell? Like, what a weird quite What a weird question. <laughs> it's all these crazy ice villains. Um, but apparently, it was to Batman, it was too convenient that yep. all of us were for Mr. Freeze and... Uh, Actually, that's, I was going to say, Killer Frost, yep, Icicle Killer Jr. <laughs> well, I was about to keep going forward, but yeah, mentioning yeah, yeah. who they are. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, which, honestly, I knew Captain Cold. I knew Killer Frost, obviously Mr. Freeze. I had no Icicle idea Icicle Jr. Icicle Icicle Jr. I looked them up whose villains they were. I already forgot. I, it's uh, Icicle Sr. Icicle Sr., I looked up, actually, what yeah. he is. He's literally in Justice League comics. And... Yeah. Two different people worked on him. Of so course. he has two different types. Yeah, we'll get to him when we get to him. Anyway, I anyway. Junior, I'd never heard but of yeah, before. I, yeah, I've never heard but of him. Actually, um, I was going to say, um, speaking of all the CW shows I'll never stop bringing up, even <laughs> though I don't like most of them, uh, the Flash TV show, I believe Killer Frost, well, Killer Frost is one of the prominent main characters in it, but I believe that her father might be Icicle Sr. I'm not sure. But like they, they, they allude to the fact that her father might be Icicle Sr., I believe. Interesting. Yeah, very weird. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, where uh, Killer Frost and Captain Cold immediately went to Bell Rev, that Mr. Freeze was going to go to the asylum, yeah. and Icicle Jr. Is was going to go, yeah, is a minor, so he was going to go to a juvenile home. But for some reason, mm-hmm. they somehow ma- managed to squeak it in where they yeah. can go into Bell Freeze Rev. Freeze claimed, they did not claim insanity as usual, and then uh, Icicle Jr. decided to be tried as an adult. Yeah, so to they, be tried as an adult, so that's that how they're Bell all Rev. in Bell Rev. Mm-hmm. Main mission here is Connor and McGann. Just have to find out what's going yep, on. Yep, go undercover. Like, why, why is this? While in a transport vehicle, Icicle Jr. is already super hard hitting on oh <laughs> Tuppence. Like, and not even, well, one direct, like, kissy kissy yeah, kiss. But then he just instantly, right in front of uh, Tuppence, says, dude, dude, 
bro, yeah, sisters, sisters too. And also, they are told that no one inside the prison knows that they are undercover. So it's a classic one of those episodes. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? Ah, uh, but then when we actually get into Bellrap, we yeah. get one of two major name drops. Oh yeah, the because first of the one. warden. Yep, one of my first kids, one of my first, one of my all-time faves, Amanda Waller. Amanda Waller, the wall, always oh. a fun sight to see. Oh, every Sisters every time doing it for I, I, I've, I've known her <laughs> since. Um, I, I know she made. Didn't she make an appearance in Batman Beyond? I think Batman Beyond. I think she was in Justice League first. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, then it was. Yeah. Because I know definitely Justice League. And yeah. Stuff. Of course. Like, oh my goodness. Shows. She is the uh, craziest because she is just always hardcore. She is really dope. But I mean, she does. She does like give in sometimes. Well, when, yeah. She's usually a villain, but she's usually the head of the Suicide Squad program. So she's this typically is true too. usually an antagonist. This and she's always true. against superheroes, technically. So, oh yeah. yeah. She she dude. She hates like of all the people who can't do superpowers, she would actually be the one to be afraid of she because is, she actually can yeah, do things. She is badass, and everyone's afraid of her. <laughs> and she doesn't give a shit. But I was gonna say before you say the other thing, I'm not gonna say. The other I was gonna thing say yet. we see Amanda Waller. She does her classic uh, badass shtick. There is no escape from this place. There is no way out of this place. There is no way you're going to get out. Now, let me introduce you to who's in charge. This known Batman villain, Hugo Strange. Actually, that's what I was going to say. The other big name drop is actually veteran Batman villain and who originally worked for Arkham Arkham Asylum. Asylum. Yep. Professor Hugo Strange. Not to get confused with Doctor Strange. Yeah, I know. He's a professor, not a doctor. <laughs> I think technically oh. he's still a doctor. <laughs> well, I, I know, but still. But they yeah, actually, yeah. Doctor Hugo and, Strange, I believe this And of all the things, because everyone, everyone who knows Batman or DC very well knows that this guy's a villain. Like, oh. once you hear the name Hugo Strange, you just know. And what's his diabolical plan? He... Is the psychologist is the psychiatrist of Bell Rev. Yep, and if you know that's as sinister as possible. <laughs> hey, I mean the voice you know. actor I know from a couple of things. Uh, he was the I didn't write the name down for some reason, but uh, he was the um, did you see Heroes? Um, it's been a while, but yeah, I he have was seen the brother Heroes. who could fly, the Patelli brother who could fly. Oh, okay. Also, wow. he is the main villain. He's a he's an actor in a ton of stuff. He's also um. Uh, what the hell? The dude, uh, secondary Hulk villain in Agents of Shield. Secondary he, Hulk villain? Yeah, in Agents of Shield. Not, uh, the, you talking about Abomination? No, he's not. No. Not Abomination. Uh, after he's Thunder, Thunderbolt Ross's second in command. He's like second Either army way, guy. Either way, yeah. Okay. He's second in command army guy in Agents of Shield, and he's a prominent character throughout mm, most of okay, that series. Okay. But yeah, that actor you've seen him in a ton of stuff. Also, um, he's great. But see, actually, this next part where you find out that McGann is roomed with Killer Frost and Connor is roomed with Icicle Junior. That's when I learned Icicle Jr. is actually Yuri Lowenthal. Oh, classic. Yeah, see, you know who it is. But of course, to those, but to those who yeah. don't... One of the um, biggest uh, fucking uh, uh, voice actors in the world. Right, yeah. But, <laughs> right there with uh, just Nolan a, just North the name of a few of the things. Uh, Spider-Man in Spider-Man 2018. Marth from Smash Brothers and any of the Fire yep, Emblems. Yep, yep. And I found out, if you're into English dubs... He was Sasuke yep, in Naruto. Sasuke for the entire series. Yeah, for, for everything. Even in Boruto, apparently. Yeah, he's great. He's, yeah, uh, he's that, a that huge, That one was a surprise. Really? I did, well, because I, I guess, did yeah. watch some of the also, English Also, yeah, yeah, back in the day, like 20 years ago when Naruto first came out. Yeah, right, <laughs> I right. went to all kinds of cons and stuff and saw that, so yeah, I was done with him. So now, after we... Now, with all this out of the way... Uh, Connor and Megan go to the fir- their first day in Bell Rev, mm-hmm. where everyone's just out doing recreation, whatever. Also, we find out that Megan still has her psychic powers because the collar only dampens her strength. Yes, it only dampens super strength. Mm-hmm. Just nothing else. And so everyone's like, you know, 
They're, they're, some of them are still strong. Don't get me wrong, because they're built. They're that the way. colors are no. There's a program just to nullify right. their strength. Well, right, yeah. They, they're just all over null- nullifying everyone else's powers specifically. Right, but they only know about her strength. Um, we get a cameo appearance from Edward Nigma. Oh yeah, trying to yeah. trying I'll, to get in with the big dogs. Yep, I was gonna say we see Brick, we see Blockbuster, we see Mammoth. Uh, well, later we'll see uh, Doctor Ojo, <laughs> that asshole with the weird hat. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, Mister Cyclops weirdo. <laughs> yeah. He's he's kind of important. <laughs> yeah, vaguely in this episode. Um, but yeah, but they're all like those ones that you listed are guarding, as we mentioned earlier. Yep. Icicle, Icicle Senior. Senior. Now I wrote down this note because it was just so bizarre. Why the fuck is sorry for cussing? <laughs> I was not really usually cussing. I usually cuss all the time. Is Icicle? Senior in charge when he is the most D tier of any of the ice villains named already. Yeah, I mean, it, he is could, the it, least could, easy, known. it could have easily been, you know, Doctor uh, Do- Mr. Freeze. Sorry, I Mr. Freeze call is probably Dr. the most famous, yeah, followed well, by right, Captain but Cold, he's, followed but he's by also, Killer but Frost. But Mr. Freeze is also not just all ice and stuff. He's also really freaking tough. Yeah. He's yeah. also really big and also so, has probably... So, besides, and, and Captain and Cold and, has the hardest villain. He's the Flash's villain. So he's, like, already ahead of everybody else in terms of how good he right. is. Right. Like, like, if you've seen some of the well, comic time, but, like, yeah, whenever you, like, see the Flash villains, they all seem very weird and silly, like Captain Boomerang, Ca- uh, Captain Cold. Captain Boomerang. But then you remember that they all go up against the Flash, so whenever people step to them, they just utterly obliterate anybody who's not the Flash. <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah. They will F anybody up. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're not... They, I mean, they are silly, but they're not jokes. The trickster. <laughs> well, except for the trickster. All kinds of jokes. But we all... And, dude, Killer Frost... Killer Frost is... Versus, yeah. ver- versus Icicle Senior? Yeah. yeah she uh, could easily... In case you didn't know, Killer Frost is typically a Firestorm villain. A superhero who can literally do anything. <laughs> a character who can literally change the molecules in your lungs to solid gold. Or just blow you up with the power of the sun. And she just chooses she goes, to yeah. do everything ice. Yeah. No, no. Like, like her main villain is like a Firestorm. And she... Oh. Yeah. And she is just like... Yeah, dealing with these idiots. And I'm like... How is Howard exactly, Senior? Exactly. It's I don't just, know uh, Senior, but like you said, he's only in super, maybe he's a big deal because he apparently is in the Justice League comics. So maybe, maybe. he against the whole league. I guess he's a bad guy, but like I, I don't recognize him, and he like those other people have huge pedigrees. So, and speaking of one of the many names we listed, oh yeah. Connor gets into a fight with Ojo and just punches him in the face. And, <laughs> no, uh, wait, you forgot Ojo's. Yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, hey, wait, and, I know who this yeah, is. And after, as he gets punched, you know, um, which one was it, Brick? Yeah, was the was the guy who's like big? The, yeah, the big guy. The yeah, big, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. The big guy. There's three of them. Yeah, um, of course. Not but yeah, Bruce Brick was just like, "You just made a mistake," and was gonna give uh, Oho a free shot, and that's when Oho's like, "Wait, I know this guy. He's and before he even says anything, McGann's just like, "It's it's whatever his name is." Tommy the Tuppence or Terry Tom, Tuppence? I think it's Tommy. Actually. I think it's Tommy. Yeah. Tommy Tuppence. It, it's Tom. It's Tommy. And all of a sudden he's just like, it, it's Tommy. And I'm like, thanks. And they're just like, yeah, you know what? He's dead. <laughs> but as all this fighting is about to go down, mm-hmm. yeah, Isaac Senior's like, yo, stop. I like his guts. I wish my son had this. <laughs> hey, son, speaking of which, get your ass over Yeah, here. I like his style. Sorry, like uh, his, sorry uh, for the swear. I but... like his vanilla ice cosplay. <laughs> <laughs> but also, like, uh, just a minor dumb note. Uh, I love that Blockbuster is like a dumb random bodyguard. That guy was a scientist. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was a scientist who drank. He was the one in the first episode. Yeah, he injected himself with yeah. muscle juice and put like but, I guess no with with spoilers the uh, Blockbuster formula. Yeah, it, it, Blockbuster. It's just like, Ugh. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So dumb. as as uh, 
Icicle Jr. goes oh, to his... And Icicle Sr., we haven't mentioned, his voice actor, James Remar. From... You've seen uh, uh, Mortal Kombat Annihilation or Dexter? Yes. He's the second Mortal Kombat movie. He's rated. Also, he's Dexter's he's dad in Dexter. And he, See, I, don't, I have never watched Dexter. It's not he's my thing. Samantha's boyfriend in Sex in the City. No, he's, he's a huge actor in a ton and ton of stuff. But like, well, he's he a was, super, he was super the Raiden that took boy. over the first one? The first yeah, one? yeah, yeah. He's a super low raspy boy. Man. James Remar's in a ton of stuff. He's also um, Gamby in Black Lightning, CW Show Shout Out, of course. Mm, okay, okay. He's been a ton of stuff. He's a huge actor, but yeah, he's great. So after uh, Isaacle Jr. comes and joins his dad... Um, Connor uses his super hearing mm-hmm. and hears that there's going to be a jailbreak going down. That's the whole plan. It's going to be a giant yep. jailbreak. That's, that, that's, the, that's at least a part of why everyone, all the ice people are there. But why? We'll find out. Yeah, we're going to find that. After commercial break, we get the inmates getting some new uh, some new duds. Yeah. And we don't know what they do. Yeah, all we know that? is, is Icicle Jr.'s like, hey, you might want to put these on sooner than later. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, what could that possibly be about? And then we get this very interesting scene where Hugo Strange is talking to McGann and Connor as brother and sister. A very, very bizarre scene. <laughs> it, it, like, don't get me wrong. I understand what's going on. I get it. But it's just like, but why? It's very weird, but it's very funny because McGann uses this opportunity to try to get some of Connor's daddy issues out. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and of course, as uh, this is all happening, Hugo's just like, brilliant, I like this. And Superboy literally gets indirectly angry at Superman, but takes it out on McGann. Yep, and brings up like, hey, no, like, life can't be solved. This is a half an hour TV show version. Bum-ba-dum. What can that be referencing? Meta. Yeah. And, yeah, it just, things just get weird. Um... But then we get a mystery crate of things that we don't know what they are yet. And then we get a lunchroom scene where, once again, Nigma tries to get in with the big dogs yeah, and it doesn't guys. work. Like, because like, fuck off, Nigma. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> get out of here. And then we find out that Connor is not the only one with daddy issues. Because yeah. Isaac Jr. does. Yeah, I hate my dad. And he's like, like me too. Honestly, I'm so, this is why Terrors was a very weird title. It should have just been called, like, The Daddy Problem issues. with Dad. <laughs> Daddy issues. Yeah, the problem Daddy with Dad. issues. Um, um, yeah, he, but, like, Superboy gets some good, solid dad advice about stuff like that. And he also gets some good, solid lady advice. You want to go look yeah. see well, the psychopath that you are and love you which, anyway. <laughs> well, now, but now, here's here, I've noticed something about this. If Isaac Jr. wasn't a bad guy... He and Connor probably would have gotten along they're, very they're well. Get, they're getting along very well now, yeah. Yeah, they, they really are. So I'm just like, Icicle Jr., no. Be a good guy. <laughs> you could have been a good guy. Connor needs friends. Yeah, come on. Um, uh, and a with, fight breaks out. Yep, fight breaks out where Mr. Freeze is just like, hey, yo, I, I Senior, frick you, I'm going in. I'm <laughs> Icicle Sr., no, no one knows who you are. I'm Mr. Freeze, I'm going to fight yeah, you. Exactly, I'm <laughs> Mr. Freeze. And then he gets escorted out. Oh, we also out. missed an earlier scene where while they were getting their outfits, we also see that uh, Icicle Sr., Captain Cold, and uh, Freeze open a weird mysterious crate with that, some that's kind of why tech, I most, tech in it. That, that's why I mentioned the mysterious crate, oh, yeah, yeah, where yeah. we didn't know see, what it we was. We see vaguely some weird tech stuff in it. We don't know what it is particularly. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, Mr. Freeze gets sent to the office like a bad kid in school. <laughs> yeah, he is the, oh no, it's not just the office, it's Waller's office. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to ever get sent to Waller's office. Oh no. Um, however, as everything's going around, um, Superboy hears uh, Icicle Sr., you know, pull his son aside and say, hey, I can't get in contact with Frost. And risky move number one, mm-hmm. uh, he, he goes over as Tommy, he's like, hey, um... I, I can telepathically talk to my sister. And Icicle Senior's like, dude, I know your stats. Yeah. You don't have any of that. 
In which case, cunning move. Yep. You don't you don't put everything on the table for everyone to see. And so he's like, and so Isaacville Senior believes him. And he's like, all right, let your sister know that it's going down tonight so that she can tell Frost. Yep. And she, we finally get some more scenes with uh, Killer Frost just chilling out in the room, not doing anything <laughs> this whole episode, pretty much. But uh, uh, well, we see Freeze go to the principal's office, <laughs> Amanda Waller, who's just like, oh, I guess I'm in trouble. Oh, no, he has his <laughs> Freeze guy. He's got his Freeze, well, his Freeze, freeze wristbands. Yeah, yeah his Freeze, freeze, freeze wristband. wristband. I, think like, they, I think all the people, all the Freeze are people who use tech were using those wristbands. Right, right, right yeah. Work, so yeah. So it was just like, ice you, ice you, ice everyone. He even... Waller gets ready to even use the collar, and risky move number two, he, uh, Fre- Mr. Freeze opens up his helmet, rips the collar off, oh, and yeah. actually puts it back on, like, cool. okay, 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 we're good. Very cool scene. And that's when Bell Rev goes under ice. Oh, yeah, and, like, the whole place gets frozen, all the ice people start freezing up everything, and it's really, really cool. And everyone who ha- who is wearing an orange outfit, you find... You- you find out it's yep. actually that they're not affected. Yeah, it's because weird it's like ex- yeah, extra thermal wear stuff, and uh, that's when we all find out that Megan blows her cover. Yep, we see her on the other side with Killer Frost, uh, a couple of people we don't know, and then Devastation is that large woman with the tattoos and the braids. That's what her name is, Devastation. Yeah, she is an evil. She's a Wonder Woman villain who's she's, made. She's evil. Yeah, right. Well. She was made as an attempt, I think, by Cronus to make a Wonder Woman clone, and she's yeah, she's a weird made. By, obviously, she was made, yeah, obviously, she was made by from clay like Wonder Woman was in some in some mythology stuff. And like yeah, her name's Devastation. She's just super strong, I guess. And like she's she just starts uh, starts uh, they start trying to break through the walls. And Megan, they're about to kill Trailer Frost, living up to her namesake, is about to kill a guard. Yeah, he's about to kill someone. And Megan stops using mind powers. Yep. So that's like Killer Frost is just like, oh, I see. Oh no, <laughs> get it. Um, As I honestly, our first life button, I'm real proud of us because it took that long into the episode. <laughs> Horrible thing to happen. Um, and as all of this is happening, um, Killer, not Killer Frost, Icicle Jr. And, Con- mm-hmm. and Connor go to breakthroughs to help the girls come on through. Yep. And that's when Connor has a brilliant idea. And yep. he's just like, hey, I heard that the collars are back on, on the girls' side. We gotta turn them back off. Disclaimer, they're not actually turned yep. off. And then um, we see, uh, they're like, oh, he's like, yeah, that's a good idea, let's go. So and, they go over and mm-hmm. they meet up. They meet up Hook and Doctor Oho again. Who <laughs> once again Oho is just like, wait, hey, I, agree. I know you. You're and then Superboy just knocks him out, goes in and turns the collars on. Back on. Yep. And of course, Isaac Junior's like, dude, we stopped this from happening. Dad will finally love me. <laughs> yep. And while they're back at the wall doing the wall thing again, Mister Freeze figures out what's going on and confronts them with, I think, Blockbuster and Mammoth, right? Yes. Ugh. And and it was funny because as that's happening, he's just like, oh yeah. So you know, you guys turned on the collars, right? Isaac Junior's like, dude. No, we didn't. What's going on? <laughs> and of course, another cunning move for Superboy. Well, Dude, yeah. he's trying to stop your dad. Remember that fight in the uh, in the lunchroom? Yeah. And then they all just have an all-out brawl. Big ass, a big fight, which is funny because uh, Icicle Jr. tries to go up against Mr. Freeze. And, <laughs> and uh, of course, Connor goes against Blockbuster and um, Mammoth. And they're like, switch partners. <laughs> and they're like, yeah. Switch? Yes. And they do, and then instantly, just instantly <laughs> gets taken people. care of. Why? Come on, Icicle Jr. Be a good guy. You're, you guys are rig- a great exactly. team. Exactly. That, that's another reason why I'm like, dude, Icicle Jr. stopped being bad. Yep. And uh, then... They, they finally break through the other side. And they get to the girl side, and 
Killer Frost is like, hey, there's the brother. Um, yeah, just so you know, your sister's chilling out right now. Yeah, we totally killed her or whatever. <laughs> and she's literally frozen solid, and this does not make him happy. Oh, he yeah. just beats beats the crap out of devastation, devastation yeah. and which in turn makes it so that Killer Frost gets pummeled easily. Yeah, Killer Frost is ready to kill Devastation and him at the same time, but they get knocked out by her. Yeah, and then, and then literally Connor, like, meat shields Devastation yep. and then, boom! Done! <laughs> and then, of course, there's a moment Icicle Jr.'s like, dude, we needed them to realize what's going on and it's just like, oh. Oh. No, 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 no. Yep. Um, Connor was about to do what he does best and break her free. Yeah. But... Like, that's not a good idea. She'll die. <laughs> exactly. She will actually shatter. And don't know what happens, but through the power of, please don't die, <laughs> yeah. the ice shatters just enough for him again to be free. Yep. And finally, after 11 episodes yep. of... Are we? Are we? Are we? <laughs> they finally kiss. Yeah, we have our first couple in the show. <laughs> Which is extremely awkward for yeah, Icicle because Jr. Because it's like, at first you see brother and sister being all Kentucky up in here. <laughs> no, offense. Southern. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to anyone who actually lives in Kentucky. I don't know, you had to specifically name a state. I was just going to say it's like weird hillbillies. <laughs> they were both weird hillbillies. <laughs> oh, that, like, that makes sense. Yeah, you forgot, that. you forgot to mention that Tuppence and Tommy had weird southern accents the whole time. <laughs> you did too. Um, and, great. of course, Icicle Jr.'s just like, okay, this is just weird. <laughs> Notices McGann actually turning back into McGann. And he's just like, wait, she's not, and you're not. Uh, like, oh, I was tricked. <laughs> and then he yeah. goes, did they just knock him out or did they just cut him no, he, no, that, that's just what, that, that's how that ended. Mm-hmm. And just to end this all up, to tie this nice little bow on this package, mm-hmm. you see Hugo Strange and Icicle Senior talking to each other. Yep. Hugo Strange is like, yeah, you know, Amanda Waller's, you know, not going to be here. I'm going to be up up top, you know. I hope you can forgive me for not doing much. And Icicle Senior's like, dude, you were, still out, you were still out putting the, our equipment in here. <laughs> yeah. You're, 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 you're good in my books. And then that's when Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Yeah, Doctor Strange, you know what, whatever. Hugo is like, yes, all will see the light what? soon. What? You mean Hugo Strange is a villain? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> episode end. Nice episode end. And of course, uh, Hugo Strange is exactly what we expected him to. Oh, yeah, uh, oh, of course. course. He's just he's just an evil... That's one thing I liked about him. Not He's not very well known in Batman, except for like if you actually dig a little deeper. Yeah, because say, yeah. in, so, in some medias, he's not prominent. Yeah. But... He's just, he's literally like the Lex Luthor of Gotham. He is a brilliant man. He goes by the book sometimes. Uh-huh. And then, but on the side, he yeah, decides he to be evil. Stuff. But uh, I was going to say, uh, did you play any of the uh, Arkham Asylum games? I own uh, Asylum and City. Um, I've watched my buddy Chris play them. Ah, okay. Um, and, oh my goodness. That was some really good Batman oh, stuff. It, it really is, but um, I, I like what they did with Hugo, Hugo Strange, Strange and Asylum. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh my goodness. He was in the first amazing. one. He was the main villain in the first one. Um, Besides Joker, I mean. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. He he was he was the mastermind behind. And I know in the second one, it was him and uh, Ra's al Ghul. And Clayface in the second one? Yeah, Clay, yes, and Clayface. Yeah, yeah. They, they Spoilers. Yeah, <laughs> oh, no, wait, I, thought, I thought Clayface was the third one. No, no the third one was... Oh, no, third was, third one, no, that third one's Night, right? Yeah, it's night. Okay, yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah, Clayface was the second one. Yeah, so Clayface was the second one, but yeah, um, the, Clayface worked with uh, Ra's al Ghul and uh, Strange again. Mm-hmm. 
And then, yeah, and then other things happen. But I just... He's just a very unique he's villain, very, in, yeah. my, in my opinion. I loved and, him in the in the uh, Batman TIS. He was mm-hmm. great. Oh my too. goodness, he was amazing. Ah, so great. Uh, but speaking of amazing, our final episode of uh, this of, of this episode. Final episode of this episode? I guess so. <laughs> right? I, I mean, guess that's the case. Um, is episode 12, Homefront. Homefront. And we get, we start off with probably one of the cooler heroes, Artemis. Eh, she, she's alright. <laughs> for now, she's alright. Yeah. Um, but she, you get we get to delve a little bit more in her past, where mm-hmm. she wakes up to her alarm going off because it's going to be the first day of school at Gotham Academy, yep. and we get a flashback to when Cheshire is... Oh, spoiler! Lo- so I'm going to say we see an Alice in Wonderland poster with Alice and the Cheshire cat. Come on. And then we are. see a flashback of, yeah, of, of five... What, what's her height? Five foot six? <laughs> we'll yeah. we, we, get, we get shorter than five foot six. Um... <laughs> Random girl with a Cheshire cat for a poster. <laughs> oh, come on, they already know. I know, I know. It's, it's obvious. Um, uh, and, and, you know, that she's running, uh, Cheshire's running away. Yep. But Artemis is like, no, we gotta stay here. And she's like, do you wanna stay with dad? Yeah, dad's a bad guy. We D- don't dad's know who a bad guy. And also, their mom is in Arkham, or is she just in a regular she, no, prison? No, she's just in prison. Regular prison? Okay. They're, yeah. they're in Gotham at that point, though, so she, uh, she could be in Marvel, I guess. Well, right. She, all, all we know is, is that she's in jail. That's mm-hmm. all that's said. Yep, uh, we see. Yeah, we see this mysterious like, oh, if, like what happens if you get caught? Like, oh, just disappear. Like the Cheshire Cat. Yes. Who could this girl be? Yes, <laughs> I didn't spoil anything. Who could she be? But then after that, we actually get Artemis going to Gotham. Oh yeah. And you know she gets she gets met by Betty Kane, aka the first Batgirl, aka Batwoman's niece. And she is very... I think it was by Tara Strong, I believe. Uh, yeah, I believe Or no, I don't, I don't think it is. I'm not sure. I think it's somebody else. Either way. Similar to her. But yeah, and she's like, oh... Oh, a.k.a. Flamebird. <laughs> That's her other main... Flamebird. Main role. Yeah, main role she does. Right. Yeah, we see her just kicking butt. Uh, not really kicking butt, just being a really nice... <laughs> kicking butt at being very nice. Yeah, being, kicking butt at being Kill, Killing Artemis with kindness. Yeah, and we see a weird little kid with uh, dark hair and sunglasses just saying, yeah, it'll be funny. And then yeah. it's a selfie with her and then disappears. <laughs> and, they, and as she disappears, as he disappears, Pierce, um, who Betty Kane? Yeah, was it was Betty the girl who was talking? Yeah, to she was uh, the blonde who was talking to. Yeah, no, uh, I'm talking about the other one. Oh after, no, yeah, after, when, we, when we focused the, on the boy. Oh yeah, that redhead who's obviously Barbara Gordon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the second girl, yeah. exactly. Um, Barbara, Barbara, Barbara girl, yeah. looks and is like, hey, 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 Dick. Spoilers, it was Dick Grayson. He's Dick um, Grayson. It's this, that's who the bad. That's who the Robin is. Which, by the way. Totally obvious when you well, watch obviously, it. Well, obviously, yes, because it's not any of the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, what? Personality-wise, he could not be any of the other ones What did you just do with that new person? He's, just, he's like, hey, I was just being cool to the new person. Yeah, and also Betty was like, don't ignore that weirdo. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Betty, Betty's just like, yeah, just ignore him. He's a first year. Just don't, don't even, just ignore him. Yep. Which is funny because we get to see that Dick knows who Artemis is. Artemis doesn't know who Dick is. Uh, of course not. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and then... As we get that, we cut to McGann and Connor making Made out by the motorcycle. Yep, we're going to have to get that now all the time. <laughs> with, with with Orby going, yep. it's like, wow, someone's jealous. And then Wally appears. And they're just like, you know what? In their minds, they're just like, good boy, Orby. Good boy. <laughs> Thanks for warning us. Yep. Uh, we see Aqualad telling Tornado about the spy, that there's a spy in their midst. And of course, Red Tornado is like, yeah, you guys are going to have to figure this out because Batman wants you to do this on your own. I, however, have to leave. because <laughs> Monitor duty. Yeah, at the, the, the watchtower. But wait, I thought you didn't have to because you're a dead mother. 
Sorry, but Green Arrow's not going to be doing it tonight. Bye. He has a hot date. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Red Tornado actually uses the phrase hot, hot date. date. <laughs> um, uh, and then, of course, after all that happens, we see Artemis and Robin. I guess after the school day. <laughs> yeah, after, yeah, after the school day, going back to uh, Mount Justice. And all of a sudden, it's like, hey, you're in Gotham, Artemis? Yeah, What's whoa, this all What a coincidence. He's just being very overt with him. Yeah, he knows something she doesn't. Oh. Classic and Robin. So, you know, Artemis is just like, just, just, just go in. Yeah, just go they in. go into the portal and they are immediately met by some sort of crazy weird lava villain attacking the base. <laughs> yes, they literally walk in and then there's fire. Yeah, weird solid fire just all over the place. Like, what the hell? And then suddenly water starts attacking them as well. <laughs> They're like, what the hell? What's happening? Yep, and uh, after the title card... They, they're running away from fire and water, and they find out the comms are down. Yep, and they continue to, like, like crawl through vents and break stuff in, just like... Well, I- including uh, Artemis' sanity, because she starts getting a lot of panic attacks. Oh, yeah, it's this. like, oh, what are we going to do? We're the only one without powers. What are we supposed to do? And it's like, yeah, well, the only two people without powers got to work together. And as they're running around, they're trying to find a secret a secret tunnel. Through- <laughs> <laughs> wrong series, wrong series, wrong series. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Secret tunnel through the library. <laughs> secret, secret tunnel. <laughs> yeah, nice. Um, and as they're trying to find this, they hear Red Tornado saying, "Artemis, Robin." Yeah, it's like, you? and Artemis is like, "Yay!" <laughs> and that's when we find out our first villain, who I had to look up, mm-hmm. Red Torpedo. Yeah, Red Torpedo is the male one. Is the male one? Yes. One of my that's a weird choice for water. Oh, yes, torpedoes are underwater. Do you I see bet. the sign? I'm dumb. Yeah, I'm yeah. Gonna, the, the, I'm I, I, well, I forget which uh, zodiac sign it was on his chest, but oh, I think I it was. Uh, yeah, because it's the one with the big M with the arrow. Mercury. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh no, it's Mercury. You're right. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's even that makes it even better now. Yeah. And yeah. then I'm as like, they're well, running, yeah, tor- as torpedo. they're running away from Red Torpedo, you see the female one. Yep. Red Inferno. Uh huh. Yeah, I actually, I, like I said, I literally had to look up their names because I had no idea what their <laughs> hey, names. Hey, man, same. I, I they don't even, know Red they Tornado. don't even, un, unlike they don't see them at the whole episode. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, unlike all the other ones where they actually do mention names, in this one they don't have names. It's just Red Tornado's siblings. Yeah, Red Tornado sibling one, and Red Tornado sibling two. Yep. But uh, yeah, so and even Artemis is like, wait, when did Red Tornado have siblings? And Robin's like, dude, I didn't even know about these. Yeah, of course, nobody did. But also I'm thinking, like, what about Mr. Twister from the second episode? <laughs> yeah, but I, he, he wasn't, like, the normal format. Yeah, yeah, he, he, was, he, he was different he looked, from them. He yeah, looked, he looked, looked a lot different. different. But Red Tornado did mention that there were some similarities. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, but these two are, like, literally almost carbon copies yep, of Red Tornado. Yeah, like them. They even, uh, uh, even red, red Torpedo even sounds like Red Tornado. Oh, yeah, same voice actor and everything. Oh, yeah, and speaking of which, as they're figuring out what's going mm-hmm. on, um, yeah, they have ten minutes until the friends die. Yeah, we see a very bizarre, physics-defying flame cage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know how that works. And, and, we, <laughs> see, and we see more uh, actually, like... Can, can happen. Wally and uh, Wally and yeah. Superboy actually melted in. Yeah, like, melted into something. And then with water rising. Yep. But Aqualad and and uh, again are like stuck in the the fire cage. Yeah, the, the, the fire cage because <laughs> yeah. that's a thing. Oh, and we get one of two Robin of the days here because oh, yeah. the Robin quote of the day <laughs> because it, I counted three times in this episode is oh, dot 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 or not. Uh, it's like, hey, we'll do this or not. Hey, we'll do this or not. 
And then to the point where even Artemis is like, will you stop saying that? <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Um, but yeah, um, they try to, they try and they fail many yep. times. And, and uh, they actually get to see where the team is. Yeah, they're in that main weird off that main area where they yeah. were working on the bikes. And of course, Artemis, like her, she went from panic attack to legitimately like she is having yeah, an Yeah, she's completely attack. out of it. And then we get uh, Robin's word of the day. Trot as trot. opposed to distrot. The opposite of distrot. <laughs> get trot or get killed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, we they come up with the very obvious plan. Oh, we'll just EMP them. They're robots. <laughs> Obviously, and they, they they attempt to, but Robin's like, yeah, can't finish the circuit. We need to have something to finish the circuit. In which case, he gets pummeled. Yep, he gets cut, and it's more like right in the middle of more. Uh, uh, what's called uh, duct crawling and great kicking out and pulling off. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, uh, Ar- Artemis gets away. Yep, and she's ready to run away. Oh, she is. She is like we, we get. I don't know what's above an anxiety attack, but oh, she's just she is one hundred and ten percent done. Yep, she's full on out of it. Almost. And she even she she falls down and she actually is in Wally's souvenir room mm-hmm. and she's just like. She's done. She picks up the mask of Cheshire, Cheshire. and has another flashback. Yeah, what, flashback. that's weird. Why would you have a flashback to, Cheshire, to uh, her sister when she's picking up that Cheshire mask? I, I didn't get that. It didn't make any sense to me. Yeah, that, that, you're right. <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. What, you, know, you, know you know why? Because it's Wonder Woman. <laughs> what? Her sister's Wonder Woman. Uh, like, um, yeah. She, she has another flashback where, uh, where, you know, the mysterious sister who may or may not be Cheshire <laughs> is, uh, is like, hey, don't you know about this family? It's every girl for herself. You should get out too, but not with me because you'll slow me down. Bye. <laughs> and, that, and finally, she uh, Artemis gets resolve from this for some reason. Thinking about her yeah, sister running away. Yeah, I'm not gonna abandon it because she was, she yeah, was it, literally it, kind of like, "I'm gonna run away, and then somebody else will come and help them." Exactly. Yep. And then she's like, "You know what? No, I, this family's actually all for one and one minute till death." Yeah, <laughs> that was funny. That I, was lo- I love that tie-in. Yeah. Um, and so what she does is is without. Without telling Wally, spoiler, she never says anything to Wally yep. about this. She takes her arrow back that Wally had as a souvenir from a previous episode. Yep. Goes in and claims surrender. Yeah, and we're like, oh, not, <laughs> and not not until not and not after that. Just jumps, shoots her arrow into the weird EMP thing, yep. completing the circuit. Finally, EMP. Poof, both of them. Not, yep, knocked out. And all of the teleporters go down too, which is kind of a thing for a minute. But like, mm-hmm. yep, she rescues everybody, everything's good. Red Tornado shows up at the very last minute, like like clockwork immediately. Get <laughs> uh, it? Because he's a robot. Uh, um, and then, and then, and then uh, you know, Wally's like, dude, use that laser, free us. And she's like, um, EMP blast, idiot. Yeah, you can't do it. Uh, they eventually, after a tornado is there, they tell him where the two robots are. He goes over to inspect them, and the EMP wear, wears off. Yeah, yeah they yeah. point that out. Red Tornado does this weird little touchy yeah, thing where touch. his hand goes really close, and they just like teeny tiny zap. Evil mode activate. Yeah, he turns evil, knocks them all out again. And yeah, knocks them all out using vacuum. Of course, and then takes their takes those two uh, siblings and it disappears. Yeah, and it disappears. Uh, at the end, we see the actual Justice League. Like, hey. You, got, you guys yeah, all right? What, what, happened? what happened? And that's when they were like, yeah, Red Tornado and the other two, re- the Reds as they call them, yeah, because yeah. that's not you know, symbolic <laughs> or anything. Um, he's like, the red, the Reds, they, they left, all of them, including Tornado. And that's where the episode ends. Yep, the episode just ends on that with everyone being like, what the hell just happened? Yeah, exactly. It's just like, very oh, abrupt ending. <laughs> yeah, it, it just... It just 
usually there's like a bit of a cliffhanger. No, this is like a plateau. Yeah, it's like, bam, it's over. And that's the last episode for this week. Mm-hmm. Oh, Oof. yeah. Very interesting one. Even though a lot of duct crawling and weirdness. I like the Betty Kane yeah. cameo just because I'm a huge fan of that character from the Batwoman comics. Of course you are. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just... And you know what I noticed also? Mm-hmm. Only one episode had a souvenir. Yeah. The other three episodes. Only one episode had a Robin. Oh, no, wait, two had a Robin. No, line two, the two the had, memory yeah. thing. Yeah, the weld and the but, trot. But... Yeah, it's just, it was funny because this this is weird for the format. Every episode needs to have a Robin Word of the Day and a souvenir. Nope, three episodes, no souvenir. Two episodes, no Robin Word of the Day. <laughs> Although, in uh, the second episode we did today, mm-hmm. it did the Robin Word of the Day did get taken over by Sportsmaster. What, the Broken Arrow? Thing? Yeah, Red Arrow, more like Broken, broken Arrow. arrow. <laughs> that's, not even a, that's not even a weird... Okay, I can't picture him just going like, eh, Yeah, yeah. Eh. Is, and Cheshire just rolls her eyes and yeah, just walks exactly. away. Yeah, like, he's not dealing with this idiot. <laughs> but still, uh, but all in all, still, I mean, as the viewers may know, this is the this is the series that I'm re-watching, because I have watched at least the first two seasons, and I I remember every episode I watch. I remember why I love this so yeah, much. Yeah, it is so good. So much fun action and so much fun character stuff, and it's just great. Oh, it's amazing. And all some cameos I pick out, but obviously, oh yeah, I gotta you pick are up my just... weird esoteric DC characters. I love mm-hmm. it. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, but yes, um, I, spoiler, final spoiler warnings for me. I don't have any plugs. Of course. But uh, what about you? Matthew Lewis P on Twitter, Matthew Lewis Podcasts on YouTube and on Patreon. You can find those, I guess. They're probably not very easy to find. But uh, that's going to be it for this episode. Really? You're just oh, you're also, not going to yeah, yeah, find them? I'll go, well, I just said YouTube and Patreon. And also, um, don't forget my other podcast, my story one, uh, The Forgotten Minotaur King. Seriously, give you should give that a listen because I've actually listened to some of the episodes he sent me. Yeah, yeah. It's really good. It's actually very it's like an audiobook. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh that's gonna be it. We're signing off for the yep. Action Tune Bros. Keep it sleazy, all y'all. Keep it sleazy. Quit stealing my catchphrase. <laughs>